When it comes to fundraising and development, there is a lot to consider. That's why we are committed to coming alongside and supporting you in the work of raising resources for the kingdom mission you are leading at your local Youth for Christ chapter. In this podcast series, we're answering 20 questions to help you gain traction in planning and doing development locally. I'm your host, Nathan Jones, and I serve as the National Development Strategist for Youth for Christ USA, and you are listening to the podcast series, A Curious Approach to Fund Development. Today in episode 6, we pick up the second part of my conversation with Doug Burton regarding acquisition. Last time we discussed the who, best customers, best prospects, and the rest of the world. If you haven't listened to episode 5, go back and listen to it. You'll gain an understanding of who our guest Doug Burton is as he lays out some foundational thoughts in regard to the role marketing plays in development. Today we will talk about some critical components of the what and how of acquisition as we consider the roles you play in leading giving partners on a journey to engage with YFC in your area. On this episode, we will reflect on question number six. What is your regular rhythm of identifying and engaging new partner prospects? We are back with Doug Burton, part two of our two-part series on acquisition, where this week we are answering the question, what is your regular rhythm of identifying and engaging new partner prospects? So again, last week we talked about the who, our best customers and our best prospects and the relationship there and how we can do better jobs of serving and stewarding our best customers. So today we're going to get a little bit into the what. So Doug, there's a term that you've used, and I just love it, develop marketing. Unpack that term for us, and what's behind it? Yeah. Well, first of all, Nathan, don't, uh, an audience, don't go Google that. Uh, it doesn't <laughs> exist. I made it up. Uh, it, it's funny, but, but it really does resonate with me. And you know, even when we talked last week about kind of this best customers first, best prospects second, um, develop marketing to me is this, and this is a little bit old school. Um, and it, it may sound odd coming from a, a guy that is uh, leading a, a marketing firm that is digitally relevant. We're always talking about, uh, you know, kind of the new technology side of it. And develop marketing really for me is a, a bit of a throwback. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it really focuses on this, is marketing strategies. And we live in a world of marketing automation and website mm-hmm. and customer journeys and this automation piece of that. And I'm all in. There's a time and a place for this. Um, But it's this. I can build the most amazing automated customer journey that tells a one-to-one story of everything about what we do and speak directly to that audience. Technology is amazing at how we can do that. But here's the absence of that. There's not an automated journey in the world Mm -hmm. that does um, justice to the relational piece of what moves people to action. So what's missing from the automated journey is the phone connection, the face-to-face that says, how does this fit with you? Hey, I'm thinking about you. I care about you. How did you resonate with this? How can you be involved? Hmm. And so many times in our pursuit of being digitally relevant, we miss the old school relational piece of that. Hmm. And automated journeys just can never, uh, never fill that void. 
Yeah. Uh, we did a we did a study. And this was ten years ago. I, I started into the marketing automation space back in like two thousand and four and five before you know that was really prominent. That was so long ago. I was. It's amazing. <laughs> I say that. Um, and we had this client that had these call centers, and so okay. they were literally smiling and dialing and mm. calling clients. Yeah. And we and that's all they were doing. Well, we started adding these journeys to it. So we did this ABC mm. testing where, you know, you had the smiling and dialing folks that were calling people. Yeah. You had the ones that just got an automated journey, right? Let's okay. automate it via email. And then you had the yeah. folks that had the automated journeys, but inserted the personal touches into that. Yeah. And you guys, I think it was like a 227% greater response wow. when the automated journeys infused a personal element to that. Hmm. So this develop marketing concept uh, is using technology and automated journeys that helps our batting average, right? We don't miss. There's yeah. only so many hours of the day yeah. and people want that. They want, uh, they want to engage with folks on their own time in their own space from their own phone when it fits with them. And mm -hmm. amen, we've got, to support, we've got to support that. But when we can infuse the personal touches into that, now, now yeah. we're cooking, right? So yeah. we see it even in some of the see the story, be the story models. Um, yeah. And, and it isn't about, um, I, we've been doing see the story, be the story in different ways um, mm -hmm. for years. Yeah. And really what it is, is it's a way to introduce somebody to what it is and who YFC is. Mm -hmm. But the secret sauce of that is the follow-up that says, thank you. How do you yeah. see yourself getting involved? I, I appreciate you. Yeah. And that's when it bridges that. And, yeah. you know, and so many times people in a digital world forget that step of the relational piece. Yeah. Uh, and that's develop marketing, right? That's yeah. when the development piece aligns with great automation and website stuff and customer journeys and, you know, pixels and tracking and social, you know, mm -hmm. user experience. Uh, but man, if we, if we miss that step of the relational piece, yeah, it's just not going to work. You know, half jokingly in development, we say you don't need all the fancy tools. You just need a cell phone and a Rolodex to do development well. And, and that is, is partly true, but the point it's, it's uh, hitting on is that relational side. And so what I love about the way that YFC is promoting this bond between good marketing practice and good development is that yeah. it results in givers who are informed and engaged yeah. and and have strong partnerships and relationships totally. to optimize giving yeah. and optimize it for the long term so you mentioned this concept of see the story be the story now there there might be some who are listening in who are very familiar they've been to the training they're, they're doing yeah. it but talk a little bit more about the why behind that model and maybe even some of the high level key components of that model. Sure. Well, and I would say it's see the story, be the story. Um, for me on the, the VSG side, we do an event called beer and marketing and okay. it's see the story um, in, in a, a relational way where we invite people in to, you know, have a beer with us and hear our story mm -hmm. a little bit. It's the same exact concept. Uh, so there's a million different ways you can do that. But I think the key piece is this, is, um, and we talked in previous weeks about best customers first, best prospects mm -hmm. second, the rest of the world last. Yeah. Um, see the story is the same exact deal, right? If I have my champions mm -hmm. who love us, believe in us, they're brand ambassadors, they're champions, 
Mm-hmm. Well, those are the people that are inviting people to see the story. They're yeah. far better at it than we could ever do because we don't know their networks. We don't know those relationship people. If you're in marketing, I fill an event and I never cold call anybody. I never, mm. you know, I'm doing it through those people that are my advocates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the cool part about that is they're doing the work because they believe in what we're doing. Yeah. How it's impacted them, how it's helped them shape their story. So see the story is more about cultivating those champions. I think so many times our, our executive directors and see the story think that that, that room is going to be filled because mm-hmm. they put social media posts out there or they right, told the world about it rather yeah. than cultivating it through their champions and their brand ambassadors. Yeah. Um, and then I think they also miss the piece is when they have that opportunity to be introduced to somebody from a champion, they're forgetting the step of following up and saying, thank you, mm. I was wonderful to meet you. How do you see yourself getting involved? Yeah. And so they shortchange that step. And I would challenge folks on this. I don't care what event you're doing. Comedy mm-hmm. cafe, see the story. Um, if you're going to invite people to experience, to hear about mm-hmm. it, and you're not willing to do the work mm-hmm. to follow up afterwards, don't do the event in the first place. Yeah. I'm just, I'm passionate about that because yeah. we're really not being good stewards of that. We've invited yeah. them to them. We've, we've told them about how relational we are. And if we forget that phone call follow-up or we think an email is an only substitute, mm-hmm. I'm just not, I'm not in. So an example yeah. would be when we do those cultivation events where we're inviting people, uh-huh. um, every single one of them meets me, gets a personal thank you card from me, Mm. and a follow-up phone call from me. Yeah. Faithfully. Faithfully. Yeah. And I'm not going to grow that event past my ability to do that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's that bridge. That's that development yeah. piece. That's a beautiful word. I think uh, a lot of, of chapters, and in, in, you know, for no fault of their own, other than they just hadn't thought about it, do larger events than they have the capacity to do follow-up. And, yeah. you know, I've said the whole purpose of an event is to tee you up for that follow-up conversation. And as you said, if we don't have the capacity and we haven't structured our time around that, then we're missing an opportunity and our, our, um, our, the back door is going to be as large as the front door. We're going to continue to see people come and uh, lose that traction. So one of the the things I've observed is chapters struggle to fill, see the story events because they are so focused on the best prospect or even the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. So when I've been able to help pivot their attention to their best customer and starting there and cultivating, as you said, the champions who then become advocates, what are some other things you've observed, some other stumbling blocks that you're seeing uh, chapters within YFC struggle with that just calling out Mm -hmm. and speaking to you might be able to help others listening in today? Sure. Um, I think it comes back to the thing we talked about last week is this best customers first, best prospects, yeah. and the rest of the world last. Um, when we look at technology, when we look at our websites, when we look okay. at our, our development processes, um, we have to make it easy for people that hear about us, and wherever they, yeah. however they hear about us. Yeah. We've got to make it really easy for them to engage with us. So if it's as simple as uh, on my own time, I visit your website. And there's not a simple form capture that says something moved me, saw a social Mm -hmm. post, heard about it from my friend. If there's not a simple way for them to go, I'd love to learn more. 
Hmm. And that that corresponding journey that they begin on doesn't help educate them and tell them about uh, who we are and what we do and why they can be involved. We're missing the mark. So don't think of, I, hey, I put a form on my website that said, learn more or sign up for my newsletter. Mm-hmm. Um, if that doesn't begin the relationship and that's the end, and you think yeah. that them filling out a form and dropping into an email, mm-hmm. that once a quarter, you're going to send them a, an email telling them about the cool stories that you're doing. That's not a yeah. journey. That's not a journey. That's spray yeah. and pray. Um, yeah. And spray and pray just doesn't, just doesn't cut it. Yeah. So think of technology. Think of your social. Think of your website. Think of your COI letters. If it does not move them to a relational yeah. jer- customer journey, mm-hmm. um, we're not stewarding that. We have yeah. so much to tell. I think that's one of the cool things about YFC and the opportunity that's in front of us is there is no shortage of content, Nathan. The yeah. stories of change, the stories of transformation, the, uh, the way that the Lord is opening doors and ministry, we're never going to be shy on content. Yeah, but content for the sake of content, and not putting it in front of the right people at the right time mm-hmm. to be top of mind. Yeah. Um, that's missing the mark. So we yeah. also talk about this concept of top of mind awareness, of toma, and what it okay. simply means by when a donor thinks it's year end and I'm ready to give, or the Lord prompted me last night in a, in my sleep, or uh, my mm-hmm. wife and I talked about it. If when that moment doesn't, that moment happens, they don't yeah. instantly go, oh my gosh, I've got to reach out to my local chapter because they've been telling me this amazing story. I've been on this journey mm-hmm. with them. And yeah. that's what then moves people. We've missed the mark. Yeah. Right? That's so it's, it's part of that customer experience. It's that journey. It's a, and, and I always treat it this way. One of the things that YFC does so well, and it's our three-story model, it's this relational journey uh-huh. where you take somebody and sharing the gospel with them. Yeah. Think of that in a marketing journey. Yeah. And when we're educating them about the work, and it's not always a believer audience. Sometimes it's a secret audience. Sometimes yeah. it's somebody that doesn't know. If we haven't walked them through a discipleship model of uh-huh. educating them who we are, we're never going to get the opportunity to be able to ask them to, to partner with us in that journey. Yeah. And yeah. great marketing does that. It yeah. earns us the right to be top of mind when the prompting, um, that's that stewardship piece. Yeah. It helps us scale what's important. It automates what can be automated. And then it oh, gives yeah. us the time and capacity to focus on building those relationships. So getting to the end of our time, what are two or three things that our listeners can do as they leave from this call over the next week, perhaps to start to yeah. lay foundation for implementing what we've been talking about. Yeah, totally. So I would say this, sit down. You could probably do this when you're, if you're listening to this podcast, as you get out of your car or you get back to your office, uh, do a simple little internal audit and gut check. Go to your website and ask yourself this. Can somebody on their own time, in their own space, when prompted, understand and, and go through and enter into a journey with us about learning about YFC? Hmm. If they can't do that on their own, we've missed opportunity. Uh, look at your social channels. If your social channels aren't geared and your posts are not geared towards an, uh, inviting people into a journey, mm-hmm. if it's simply about the post and there's no what's next of them yeah. saying, 
I want to learn more. I was compelled and they don't, they can't begin a journey. We're missing the mark. Yeah. If you're not feeding your, your database with those type of people that are entering into a journey, if mm. you're not every single day through your core donor base, your best customers, if you're not working to invite people into journeys and, and escorting them along the way, you're missing the mark. So go do an audit. Yeah. Look at your social channels. Look at your website. Look at your database. Um, if it's not a living, breathing, dynamic thing where you're yeah. losing some, maintaining others, growing, find, win, keep, lift, Nathan, as you continue to talk about yeah. all the time, if you're not putting practical feet to those topics, mm-hmm. um, get to work. Yeah, right? uh, I love the expression, a uh, year from now, you'll wish you'd started today. Yeah. <laughs> Just do the work. Just start. Right? Do the work. Do an audit. Yeah. Humble yourself to do a gut check. Um, many of you are going to go back to your website and you're going to struggle to find out where anybody has that opportunity to really enter into a full journey, not yeah. just dump into a database. And then we hope through our spray and previous, we wouldn't do that in a discipleship yeah. model. We wouldn't, yeah. we wouldn't enter, we wouldn't enter a name of a kid in crisis into a database and hope that our spray and pray introduce them to a journey in the gospel. We yeah. just wouldn't do it. Why would we do it with a donor that we're inviting into that same journey? Yeah, that's wonderful. Thank you, Doug. Great advice. Uh, thanks for being with us again. And, um, you know, my prayer is that this, this area of marketing where uh, maybe leaders have gotten into this work uh, for their passion for kids, that this would help to complement their day yeah. and uh, make best and highest use of the time they invest in the development and marketing. So thanks again for be- being yeah. with us, Doug. Glad to be with you. Thanks, Nathan. Develop marketing. Don't look it up in the dictionary because you won't find it. But you heard it here first with our guest, Doug Burton. Does your partner journey have movement? Does it have feet? If not, do an audit as Doug recommended to evaluate opportunities that might exist to create personal connection with your partners that will optimize your events and communication to increase the volume of find, win, keep, and lift. One of the most effective strategies for acquisition is to increase the proximity between your prospects and the work of reaching kids. See the story is a great way to accomplish this. If you have questions or would like more information about training, visit the partner acquisition process on the YFC Knowledge Base. That's it for today. Next time, question number seven will lead us to consider the different roles your staff and board could play in development. As we look at answering... What if your staff and board acted as though everyone played a complimentary part? Thanks again for joining me on this episode of the podcast series, A Curious Approach to Fund Development.